Universe Insiders is dedicated to the kids and family world. We meet with the people who are part of this industry and together we talk about trends, creativity, careers and the latest news. I'm Lily Bettens, Belgian based in Barcelona and founder of the press agency Kids Communications. We represent children's brands to media and influencers. Let's start with our episode. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Kids Universe Insiders. Today I'm in Copenhagen. I'm super happy to be with Mu. Uh, she's the owner and the creative director of uh, CoLabel, a brand that we work with in the agency, Kids Communication. Hello, Mu. Hello. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much to welcome me in your home, in your hometown, and uh, where you found your brand. Yes, welcome to Copenhagen. Thank I'm you. so happy you're here. Yeah, it's very nice. I think we we get along very well. We had like we start uh, our collaboration. It um, was year ago? yeah a year yeah. ago, and I think it's building up, and it's uh, very interesting. I think also I wanted to have you in this episode of the podcast because I think you have also a, a vision, a different vision from other brands I work with. Uh, you are Danish. Yes. Uh, and I'm asking you, yeah, can you present yourself? Yes. I live in Copenhagen and I founded Colleague five years ago. Okay. I have four children uh -huh. and um, a shop in the city and uh, married to Chris, whom I've been with for 22 years. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And, um, yeah, if we can start maybe at uh, how do you, how did you start your professional? I started like many years ago. I went to university uh -huh. to be a doctor, but I quickly <laughs> found out that maybe it was not for me. And then I started working in fashion. Mm -hmm. I used to work in women's fashion. Okay. Um, worked for a big Danish company for many years. And was very happy with that. I met a lot of people here in Copenhagen. Copenhagen is, as you know, a very small city. Uh -huh. Like uh, it has all the benefits of the big city, but it feels like a small village. So I made a lot of nice contacts in Copenhagen, and then I met Chris. Yes. And we had four kids, and while I had kids, I didn't work. I didn't mm -hmm, work for mm -hmm. eight years, but I always felt I wanted to do something that was my own. Okay. And I never feel like I fit completely in one box. And uh, so I had a friend and we started co-living together. Okay. So you decide to open directly when you said your own business, you decide it would be in, uh, in kids' fashion? It was kind of by accident. Because okay. Because I just wanted to, I wanted, I have experience from fashion and um, I, from retail, I've been mm -hmm. working retail, and uh, it was more or less by accident because I have four kids, mm -hmm. so I had a lot of experience in what do kids use, mm -hmm. not what, how you want to dress your kids, but what do they actually use. Okay. And um, I was so lucky when I, uh, both that I had a friend who wanted to start a business with me, and uh, I also had uh, the benefit of having nice people gifting me with good brands. Okay. So I started with good brands for my own kids and I saw the benefit of a good production. Okay. Like uh, high quality, what does that mean? Because I had four kids, so there were brands that would 
follow all four kids exactly. and what would not last for one kid and what didn't last when washing, what didn't last when, like, in mm -hmm. the long run, what lasted and what didn't. And one of the things that I found out was if, if the production was good, mm -hmm. then it would, like, omit a lot of other things. So if you had one good body stocking, it would last for all four kids. I bought a very good brand for my kids and mm -hmm. um, yeah, I stuck with that and I kind of took all those little things that I had experienced with my kid and I put it into Co-Label. Okay. Yeah. So you start a brand with a friend? Yes. <coughs> and then it's very difficult to manage a brand. There's like, a, it's almost like a, it's easy to fall in love, but yes. it's difficult to stay together. So, <laughs> so um, I, me and my friend, it didn't work out, so okay. I bought her out the company. Okay. She had a lot of experience in wholesale. Okay. I had experience in retail, so I started uh, to do the webshop for mm -hmm. And I went to Playtime alone for the first time in 2020. Okay. And we had an award for the brand because uh, of our production. Okay. Like how we manage the production and then we manufacture in, uh, in Europe. And uh -huh how we wrap the product and not use prints and okay. so that we can like transcend season so we didn't have to be a fashion fashion brand we uh -huh. could be a, a high quality basic brand that was could fit into any wardrobe and uh, yeah since then it kind of grew mm -hmm. you um, opened a physical store in Copenhagen yes. when was it? it was in 2021 yeah, <laughs> was it in the twenty twenty one? Okay, yeah, started, I started in the, the, the just after the pandemic. Think, just after yeah. the pandemic. Okay, okay. Uh, we opened actually. I think the pandemic all restrictions were lifted in the twenty sixth or something okay. of May, and we opened the twenty seventh of May. And so I know that you open in a very cool street of Copenhagen. Yes. Oh, the, the coolest. Yes. The, right? No, yes, the coolest uh, shop in Copenhagen. I always said, if I should have a shop, it should be here in this uh, street called Storstranskal. And I was walking with my friend and there was this uh, renovation going on. And it says a little, little, little uh, uh, note. It says, uh, shop for rent. Okay. And I went in the shop, uh -huh. and it was filled with uh, like a handyman, and it said, "Oh, it's the shop for rent." And he said, "Ah, oh, yes, it was the landlord." He said, "One minute." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, you are just in luck. The person who was renting the space just fell through. So okay. It's it's open for rent, and I said, "I want it." I want it. Uh -huh. And I went home and I had a conversation with my husband. And, uh, he was, uh, because it was very dangerous at that point to, to take yes, a physical yes, store yes, because yes. so many physical stores had closed. But I believe that um, Copenhagen has very few physical stores for kids. Okay. And um, I thought um, I will make this the best store in, uh, in Copenhagen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, and we're so lucky, we got the store and it's located right with all the brands that we love and also with other sustainable brands, other okay. brands that are uh, just as eager to find the best way to manufacture and the best way to wrap it and the 
sustainable way to do things. So we have a lot of conversations with the other brands. Yeah. And very, uh, yes. It's a good connection. No? It's also a very good connection because you also, um, it can be lonely uh -huh. having uh -huh. your own brand. Uh -huh. uh, so it's nice to have other people who've been in the same situation, mm -hmm. other people who also try to invest not only in money, but mm -hmm. themselves mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in how to build up a business. Yeah, because you know, uh, you transmit also that for you it's important to meet the people. It's very important to meet people. Uh, also to have the conversations because it's when you put things down on paper, it's like fire. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, I think that sustainability is an ongoing conversation. Yes. Like many years ago, it was very important to to talk about organic. Yes because of the way that we had no idea about manufacturing and mm -hmm. what chemicals were being used and how to grow the crop. So it was a very important uh, topic to have at mm -hmm. that point mm -hmm. in, in the industry. But now we've moved on, so it's not just organic. organic. So we need to talk about a lot of other things, like how we wrap it, how we pay people. Uh, also the price point. Why is the price point as it is? And how can we... How can we make the most of what we got so you don't have to be rich to be sustainable? Or yes. That you just need to learn a few tricks and then you can be not very rich and also be sustainable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Buy sustainable, buy less and buy better. Production. Buy better. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is something also that we um, want to communicate in or, or give visibility to to a good product, no? That you can yes. say, yes, you can let it to s someone else. Yeah, but also, also to make people understand that it's not, you're not a bad person for buying something that is not organic, mm -hmm, or you're not mm -hmm. a bad person for buying a t-shirt in H&M, but it's an ongoing conversation, so that you spend the most of your time and the most of your energy on sustainable projects like, uh, just omitting small things. It's mm -hmm. the small steps that you do in your everyday life that matters the most. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not one big step one day. It's like a tiny step every day. And it, sustainability should not be a pointed finger at anybody saying, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. you drive a car, so therefore you're a bad person. It's more, of course you can drive a car. We also fly airplanes. Yes, we also yes, need yes. to meet each other. But if you consider that your money is a voting, it's a, it's a boat. You cast a boat every time you spend your money. So if you if you buy a cheap T-shirt, that is what you're voting for. Exactly. So there will be more mm -hmm. cheap T-shirts. Mm -hmm. But if you buy a, a more, little more expensive T-shirt that is going to last you a little bit longer, it's also a boat for yeah. what you want, yeah. 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 what kind of world you want. Yeah, because I remember also that, no, you are very proud of uh, your product and you can show it's Folding. Yeah, 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 we do a lot. Also, we have a little trick. I have four kids. And yeah. when I became a mother the first time, I bought everything in a very small size. Uh -huh. I bought just the size for a newborn. And now we have a one baby baby suit. I love it. We <laughs> didn't used to have one month. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot of new mothers, and mm -hmm. they want one month. So we fitted the one month or the three months mm -hmm. because they grow so fast. But you can just roll it up and they're going to be able to fit it longer because they grow so much. So I think it's just tiny tweaks that you do in your everyday life. Yeah. So it rolls 
up and down, they can use it for seven centimeters. That's a long time in the kid's life. Yeah, yeah, it's um, good also now to, to give visibility on that, no? Yes, yeah. so, and that's why I love having the store. And exactly. And we meet people and then other people from other brands coming into the store. Mm -hmm. and we, talk, mm -hmm. we talk about just like poly bags. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> can you talk a bit also about uh, Copenhagen and all the Nordic country? Because it's true that, uh, you know, um, yeah, brands from France or, you know, they're very, or from Spain or they're very interested by the Nordic country. No, it's a wealthy country, you know, so. It's a wealthy country in many ways and also because it's very small, it's very easy to agree on things. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like paying taxes, it's very easy to agree in a small country with only six million people. Sweden is a little bit bigger in Norway as well. Mm -hmm. And we're very different. But we have that in common that we are like we all go in the same direction. We have we agree on many things. Uh -huh. um, but it's also because we are so close to each other. So many people know each other. On, like because it's so small, so we have the same surface of uh, interest and the same surface of people. So you wouldn't know like people in every direction in every country, uh -huh. um, and especially also in Copenhagen, like Copenhagen. Copenhagen is so small, so in my street we have uh, Ayali, Skal, yeah. uh, Marktan, Meutin, uh, Lilabo, Acer. Like there are so many nice brand with brands with sustainable ideas in the same street that you would yeah and talk and yeah it, yeah yeah. And um, now they were talking about uh, Oslo, for example, that it's a very quiet. They come to shop. They come to shop in Copenhagen. <laughs> they think that, like, for Copenhagen, we go outside of Denmark to shop because we think, oh, Copenhagen is so small. But <laughs> people from Oslo, they come to Copenhagen to shop because uh -huh. it's, yeah, they feel it's very nice and they feel like Copenhagen is warm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. It's not, for <laughs> but for them it's very warm. Yeah, so they come here for inspiration and I think the same for people from Stockholm. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, I think it's a very multicultural city now, right? Or, or well, you you find many people that want to go to to Copenhagen. Yes, I think I think Copenhagen is good for many things. Also, it's easy to get around. You can uh -huh. bike everywhere. We have the metro. Like it actually goes in a circle, so you can go all around Copenhagen in twenty four minutes. Copenhagen, it's uh, how many people living here? In the center of Copenhagen, maybe 800,000 Okay, it's okay. So it's not even a million? Not even. I think if you count the hour, okay. it would be like okay. a million. But it's, it's a small city. Everybody knows everybody. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you would, yeah. Good. By Good. any given day, you would meet someone you, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you said, no, you travel also, that you are very happy to go to Paris. And, and we can maybe talk about the fair, the playtime that you you did. Yes. Uh, how do you see the fairs going? I think, uh, I think the fair in uh, playtime especially is very good for social contacts. Okay. And I think a lot of, uh, it's a very nice place. It's a good meetup for the retailers you already know. Okay. And for knowing... Um, People we have conversations with uh, on Instagram, like a lot. Of, I feel a lot of the actual scouting goes on on Instagram still. Okay. I feel that it does, 
but it's very nice to meet people in real life and show them the collections in real life so you don't have to go from showroom to showroom or just go from B2B to B2B. Mm -hmm. It's very nice to meet and like the shop, it's nice to have the direct contact with mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. still. So I feel that Playtime offers that in abundance because you have the buyers, you have the photographers, you have the press, you have a lot uh, gathered in one place and it was a very good fair. Okay. Yeah. And about the market of Collable, where uh, did you had your, your retailers at Playtime? So or, or how do you work with them? Uh... Of course, I have an agent for China who's far away. Okay. And we have an agent that works in Europe. Uh, in Europe, I know a lot of the retailers myself because of Instagram, of course. Uh -huh. um, and this is the first time that we met a lot of the the brands of the other stores that uh, we sell to. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it's um, because we're so strong in Europe, in Belgium, the Netherlands, in Switzerland uh, especially, okay. it's very nice to meet because we have a lot of conversations on email or text message. So it's very nice to still have the, um, the physical contact. Okay. Yeah, that's been missing for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And do you have other market that you want to open or are you interested? Uh? Yeah, we'd love to open for Canada and the US. It's, okay. a, it's a little bit slow at the moment because it's a it's very big. Mm -hmm. It's a big market and it's a little bit different uh, than what I've been used to working with. Yeah, and, and you're, you're a young brand, so young now brand. it's uh, step by step. Still, like people yeah. look at college and say, oh, it's existed for five years, but it's... Uh, it's a lot of hard work. Yes, There's of course. A lot of every time you go into a market, you must be ready to make the connections to the market. You can't just go in and think, oh, it's the same as Europe or it's the same as Asia. It's an, every market is different. It's they different. have a different different uh, the heart is in a different place for each yeah yeah and also no you have to assure a production yes <laughs> production <laughs> is also yes i think that uh, production is a very big part of uh, it's, um, it's 99 of your brand is your production of yeah, course yeah yeah uh, but uh, yeah we haven't been fully able to go into those markets because uh, our production is still I didn't, I didn't, before I had the brand, I didn't know anything about production. I just fell in love with making the brand and it looked very nice on Instagram yeah, yeah. and everything was perfect and it's like falling in love and everything was perfect, but then it becomes more serious. You have to be consistent in your production, your manufacturing, your visuals, your... Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. You know, your timing, no? Because timing it's, yeah. everything, because you can't just... Uh, it was fine in the beginning just to have core products, to have a very small collection, but and even though we still, we're still the core production and uh, the core collection, we still need to show that we still exist. So yes. it's not just, we need to show our presence all the time. Mm -hmm. Also not that we're not, um, it's not, yeah, it's not last year's production, it's a new production every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. you have you, Core collection, core no, collection, uh, which that which is very, um, you can tell it's collable, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and after you will add, no, a thirty percent each season. Yeah, we will add some. We will still aim to have the core production and implement like uh, prints or, okay. or other fabrics that will 
always collaborate with the core production. Okay. So okay. even you will always be able to see that it is core, it will always be able to fit it into the core production that mm -hmm. we have. Mm -hmm. And also one of the things that have been very important to me is we need the small retailers to survive and to have the interesting curation. So the core production never goes out of uh, on sale, it never goes out of fashion. So okay. it's like okay. you can fit it into, if you really like another brand, you can still fit it in, you will find a color that correlates with yes. your, like, the colors of, of your favorites. But yeah. we also want to add some cool more seasonal, seasonal items yeah. into that. So mm -hmm. maybe a little print or... Yeah, this summer you had like the Liberty, we had right? The Liberty. Yeah. And also one of the things that I... I always like the good story in it. So actually the reason why we added Liberty is that the, it's an English brand, but it's the production is Italian. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. actually the, uh, the factories for Liberty is located hundred kilometers from where our Italian production okay. is. So I always like to, because there are so many aspects to a production that you don't see, mm -hmm. like how far it's traveled, how it's been treated before it arrives, how it's washed, how it's dyed. There are so many um, things. So I, I want to minimize the like the waste around it. So if we add something, I wanted to correlate into the core idea of it being not traveled as far. And, or you have to be able, if it's compostable, we need it to be home compostable. Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. not that you, because it's not everywhere in the world that you can have a, um, a compostable where you put your trash. So I need it to be, everything has to correlate into our core. Yeah. Either the core production or the core belief. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think we 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 managed a bit to to talk about uh, you know everything I wanted to to introduce also to give visibility to Cole, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, we can maybe talk about new project because you have new project, no? Yes. You you just. Uh, I bought. bought a, a, we added another brand. Yes. That yes. Is actually, an old Danish brand. It's been existing since. 2006, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. which is Limonera, yeah. makes socks. It's been making socks also in Europe for the past yeah, 15 years, I believe. Okay. And uh, so this is a new business for you. Business. It's a new business. Uh huh. Yes, that will. You knew it before because I knew you. It before yeah. because I they had a store here in Flagstaff, and it was one of the leading kids shops in Copenhagen okay. for a long time but unfortunately they closed during the pandemic okay. and uh, the, the brand was up for uh, sale and I bought it and you bought it yeah Yeah, because it, I always wanted to I, when I add uh, products to co-label uh -huh. I wanted to be not just to add a product I wanted to, to because we can do it better than others or it ha can, we can give it a value mm -hmm. that is not already there. And uh, we never made socks in Colibre because the limonella was already there. Mm -hmm. And it has a beautiful palette and it fits really well with Colibre. It has a very soft tone mm -hmm. and it's a very good product. The socks are very nice. My kids, all my kids use them for 
mm-hmm. and been so happy with them. And uh, so yeah, when, it was, when it was presented to me uh, for sale, I said, I think it fits very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, new project it's now new that project. you start because I think what they have now they close their shop yes. in Copenhagen yes. but you took the no the online shop yes I took the online shop the so online shop is also now a part of Polygon so it's a concept store it's, no? in it's a, a concept store okay. and then actually the reason why Polygon has an online shop is to present the brand mm-hmm. uh, so I never set out to be an online store mm-hmm. it was just uh, an addition to the brand and for the retail business that we had here in Copenhagen so for, uh, Limonel started as a multi-brand store and then added stocks mm-hmm. so um, yeah let's see at let's the moment it's two stores let's see if we will merge them or yeah. it's very recent that we bought Limonel we bought it the 19th of December mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we went and picked up the warehouse uh, to Weeks ago. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm looking forward to develop uh, on that brand uh, also. I think it uh, fits well it with fits well and we yeah. can add a lot of the same. Like what I've learned over the past five years is uh, what we can do of little steps in terms of sustainability, and I want to add that to um, to Limonel. It was already sustainable, but just like the wrapping was in plastic so mm-hmm. we can change that and of even course. for 15,000 pairs of socks it's 15,000 pairs of uh, plastic bags that is no longer necessary because we can change it and just those little steps yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to implementing and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to taking it yeah yeah longer. great That's new great. adding a new business yeah. and can we talk a bit uh, of your team here in Copenhagen how do you how do you manage because what 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 is you know what do you do most or uh, like we have the shop and yes. in the shop we have uh, two girls working okay. and Rebecca is also she's uh, she's working closely with me she's also working in the store mm-hmm. because she like me also worked in retail for many years but mm-hmm. she has a master's in knit okay. and is a uh, technical designer I'm a, an emotional designer to call it that <laughs> so Rebecca she's um, She's helping me with the technical side mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. things, and uh, and then we have the warehouse where yes. we pack everything, and we have the shop, and and the warehouse is based in also here in Copenhagen. Okay. Yeah, okay. we uh, we used to have a logistic uh, company that did it, but we found out that it is actually for us easier because we know our products and we have both the. The physical shop, the online shop, and we have the wholesale. Yeah. So it's three different types of the clients mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. that we serve. So it is easier for us to handle it ourselves. So we have it uh, here in Copenhagen. Okay. And we pack everything. We handle the customer service, everything. Yeah. Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. And how do you manage? Also, you know, it's a bit the, the tricky question, but to manage four kids and this business who is growing. Yeah, I have my husband is a very big help with uh, managing the family mm-hmm. because of course I travel mm-hmm. and then I'm away for I've just been away for five days mm-hmm. and now we mm-hmm. have to sit here in Copenhagen. Yeah. So it's also very social. So Chris helps with everything <laughs> he does. He cooks and <laughs> he takes the kids to school every day. 
it's yes. not only teamwork when you at the office, but it's also a teamwork at home. And then when I'm home, I'm home. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. So you can close the doors you of can, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, tricky. it's tricky because of course you want to, because also you work on different time zones. So Taiwan yeah. is awake at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's their business hours. Yeah. So for a long time, uh, I was up very early. very early to make sure that uh, that they were also seen and heard because one of the core issues with the, having a business is that people want communication. They mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. to know that they are important to your yes. business. So for a long time, we get up and speak at, at odd hours. And of course, I sneak out sometimes during like family time and yeah, have yeah, a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a team effort and when I'm not present, Chris is present mm-hmm. and uh, can be 100% present for the kids. Great. But it's, uh, we've been together for 22 years mm-hmm. and we were together for 10 years before having kids. Mm-hmm. So we grew together mm-hmm. into all of this and Chris has been so supportive of me having COVID. Yeah. And she's Well, thank you yeah. for your time for uh, and to let to let us know, you know, your experience, your journey with Colevel. I just have an extra question. Uh, we ask in this podcast if you have someone in mind that you would like to hear uh, in this podcast. I do. I actually have you two. Two. I Great. Decide. I have uh, Evan. Uh, from she used to work at Milk Magazine. Now she was uh, Hélène Lal. Yeah, she's a journalist. Yes, editor. she was actually she was one of the first people I met uh, in this business. Who, yeah, when I first mm-hmm. started blooming with Colabel, and she was very kind. Okay. And uh, open and sharing a lot of experience. With mm-hmm. me. And another one is my. We call each other fair friends. Okay. Each other, we know each other from this Tanya from Special Day. Okay. She has a yeah. She has a different take. She works in the industry, but she does baby books. Okay. And I would love to hear. Perfect. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. It'd be very interesting. Also, we will put all the reference, <laughs> the name of the street of your shop, all the all the people we mentioned in this podcast in the in the reference. And thank you very much uh, for your time and thank you, you, to listen to us. (laughs) See you. (laughs)